I have about 30 minutes if that's okay. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay. Hey, alrighty. So, um, we're not going to make this too long, but hey, everyone, this is Robert, and thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Um, I have the, without really much, no more time for stalling, I have the illustrious, the wonderful Kelly Baskin in the corner with me today. Thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Robert. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, so, yeah, I guess I would usually ask, like, um, to start the day off, um, how are you doing? And, um, yeah, what's new? What's uh, going on in your neck of the woods? Yeah, everything's good. Uh, I don't know. Where are you located? I'm actually in L.A. Oh, you're in L.A.? Okay, Orange I'm County. LA yeah, too. California, SoCal. Yay, we're Cal of SoCal locals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so as you know, weather here, it's been kind of chilly recently. Um, and I know that Chile is relative uh, to the rest of the country and the world. Uh, I moved here from Chicago, so I totally understand that. Um, but my dog is 12 pounds, so I have to keep putting him in sweaters because, you know, it's cold and he gets cold. So, uh, but things have been good. Um, working on a bunch of stuff. It's like weirdly busy, but also weirdly slow at the same time. I don't know if that's just like the vortex that is December, um, like end of the year, everybody's trying to get everything done, but also people have turned their brains off to 2023. So I'm in that nice little limbo along with everyone else. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Like, um, I know it's been warming up here lately, which I definitely appreciated because, um, I mean, I like the cold, but it's like, you know, it's nice to just be, to warm up in the, cuddle up in the, you know, the fire and just yeah. to keep yourself nice and cozy and you know whatnot and just snuggle up in bed and just be just not do nothing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which would be the case but i mean clearly i don't have a sleep schedule and i have been just getting the like you said it's just the holidays are kind of like the crunch time um mm -hmm. i've just been working on stuff just doing my own thing and then i, I, I mean i know that you're also working on a bunch of stuff that i know we can't really talk about because you know right. <laughs> yeah nda always. so it's always that but regardless though thank you so much for coming once again and yeah we're gonna have a lovely little conversation so let's get right to it um i would normally ask like how did you get started blah 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 but um I guess to put a spin on that, was this always something like for acting and performing in general? Was it always like something that's been part of your blood since you were a kid or just kind of came a little later in life? Um, yeah. What acting, would you say? What is your little journey? Acting and performing. Um, I started in elementary school. I was, you know, in, in chorus uh, along with all the other little children. And I loved chorus. It was always so fun. And we would put on uh, little shows at my elementary school. So I started doing those. Um, and then I went to middle school, just like a normal public middle school, um, where I was also in choir. Uh, I was a singer first, first and foremost. Um, and then I started doing a few of the musicals. And then I had a friend that went to um, uh, a performing arts high school in my hometown. And I was like, oh my gosh, that sounds like so much fun. I love doing all of this all the time. I would also like to go to that school. So then I went to school there and then I went to college for musical theater as well. So kind of, yes. Um, I remember one year for Halloween, I dressed up as a pop star when, you know, Britney Spears was big, Britney and Christina. So um, oh I do remember <laughs> that. But also at the same time, I was like, I'm going to be a pop star and a veterinarian and a firefighter like <laughs> I was like I'm gonna do all these things um obviously I didn't do the other two <laughs> but I did become a performer just not how I always thought I would 
Yeah, it's just kind of like one of those stories where it's like, you want to do something, but then something else kind of, you know, sidetracks you, and then you end up doing something else entirely. Like, um, you wanted to be a pop star, but then, um, I mean, I guess you can sort of, like, carry those into voiceover. I mean, Yeah. I don't know. That's just, yeah. <laughs> um, Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the life is like with a pop star, so <laughs> who am I to I, talk? I, me either, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so cool, cool, cool. Um, so you got, you actually, you said you were from Chicago, correct? I moved here from Chicago. That's where I went to college, but I grew up in Okay. uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, so moving around when you were a child, like, um, do you find that those experiences, like, you know, living in those, um, in different states was what really helped you Um, gain the confidence and the experience of when you finally made your move to L.A.? Uh, definitely living in Chicago. I feel like I really became my, like a... I don't know. I became an adult in Chicago. I, uh, you know, graduated college, paid the bills. Uh, I was pursuing musical theater at the time uh, and a little bit of like on camera acting. And then uh, that is where I got into voiceover as well. But that's kind of its own little separate story. Um, but yeah, I, I was always a very confident child. Uh, you can ask my parents, no matter what I did, I was like, I, I got this. I'm confident. Uh, so uh, where that confidence comes from, I don't know. But uh, I have, I I guess I think I've always been pretty confident. I she said not confidently. Yeah, um, let me just do this. I totally got this, and then I have no idea what I'm actually doing, but I'm just gonna give it a shot anyways. Just <laughs> just throw myself to the world and then just see what happens. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um so you mentioned on camera on cam I can speak today. Um on camera. Um so I guess something to ask you is, um, I usually ask this to people who do like on camera stuff, they've done like theater, they've done this other stuff. Um, I know with the pandemic and everything just being crazy right now, um, do you want it? Like if you had the opportunity, would you go back to doing those? I mean, I know the voiceover is kind of like taking up most a lot, like I know it's sort of full time for you, but um, if you had any aspirations to go back to like theater and on camera stuff, would you do it in a heartbeat? In a heartbeat, no. I think I'd really have to think about it. Um, before the pandemic happened, uh, I, I, I decided, like, I'm going to move to L.A. I'm just going to focus on voiceover. And then I started thinking, oh, maybe I'll get back into doing theater. I miss tap dancing. You know, uh, maybe I, I got, like, a commercial agent and was going on some commercial auditions. And then the pandemic hit, and I was like, you know what? I, I just, I don't think I want to do those things anymore, which is okay. You know, I used to want to be on Broadway. I used to also want to do commercials and, uh, you know, I, I played around with wanting to do TV and film. Uh, but I think I really found my pocket with, uh, in voiceover. Um, I, I think I wouldn't completely take it off the table, but I would, I would definitely have to think about it if it was like the right project, you know? Um, I, I don't think I would just start going back into it, uh, back into that hustle, um, because I don't think that's what I actually want to be doing. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, w I would consider it for the right project for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, so talking about your projects for a little bit. Well, first off, um, what are your favorite musicals? I know you kind of got this question asked before, but I'm just curious. I know, no, but anytime somebody asks me, I'm like, I don't know. Like I have a degree in musical theater and I still like panic every time somebody asks me this question. Um, 
one of the last shows that I was in I when when I was living in Chicago is called High Fidelity, um, and it's based off of uh, a movie. But I actually haven't seen the movie <laughs> still to this day. But I absolutely love the musical High Fidelity. It is amazing and wonderful. Um, and then I would also be a liar if I said that you know I wasn't obsessed with Wicked uh, when I was in high school. <laughs> um, that was a really big inspiration for me too. And uh, I love tap dancing. So like anything with tap, like Thoroughly Modern Millie or Crazy for You, which are two other shows that I uh, did in high school actually. Um, I just I love tap dancing, and that's just so fun. Um, so yeah, maybe maybe those i also saw spongebob the musical before it went to broadway and i was i was oh thoroughly God. impressed i was i was actually tr truly impressed with that <laughs> um, um i love avenue q oh my gosh so many i love children of oh. eden oh oh sorry there are just so so many okay that kind of answered your question but i gave you way too many <laughs> No, 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 no. Don't worry. Um, I think for me personally, I know that they're kind of like more for like 18 plus or whatnot, but I've just been, um, I, and I adored the Heather soundtrack. Um, and you know, like Little Shop of Horrors and just, yeah. I guess the classic ones, you know, Lion King and you know, yada, yada, oh, yada. So yeah. So good. Oh yeah. Um, cats. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why, but cats? it's, I yeah. love it. I love that you love it. <laughs> well, I mean, I know the songs, even yeah. though, um, and when you take it out of context, it's uh, kind of bizarre in a way. But you know, yeah. you can. There's always at least that one song that everybody relates to. Oh yeah. When it I mean, when you talk about yeah. Cats. I weirdly, I think that I have seen, uh, the most productions of Cats the musical. And I also watched the DVD uh, so many a billion times in high school. So wow. like I've probably seen Cats at least I want to say maybe like at least five times in person, which is a lot for Cats. Okay, um, like five to ten. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, but I, I understand. I understand. Yeah. So let's talk about your work and your roles, sure. which is always fun to talk about. So, um, first off, um, and I'm just kind of scrolling through like yeah. your stuff. So, um, yeah, because I know you've worked on stuff like, um, Shadowverse, um, Savior Moon, which is pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, other roles like that, and we'll get to the biggest one in just a moment. Trust me. Um, the one that most people most likely know for it, but we'll get to that in a moment. Um, so, um, yeah, tell me, just share with us what it's like to actually work on these big franchises. Like, I know you've done Fire Emblem Heroes, you've done Sailor Moon, so, um, and Disgaea, um, D4 DJ, so working on all of these projects. Um, I know that voice actors, like all of us actors, we have like um, a list of like dream, wouldn't it be great if I worked on this show or like this video game that I really grew up with? And um, yeah, so were any of these um, properties or shows that I've mentioned so far, um, was it like a dream come true when you actually booked them? Um, did you grow up with any of these franchises? Like I know the Sailor Moon is very big, so I'm just kind of curious. Yeah, um, Sailor Moon, I mean, I, I voiced two very small parts in Sailor Moon, but when I booked it, I was like, ah! you know, I, I was very, very excited because 
Uh, I didn't watch too much anime growing up, but I did watch Sailor <clears> Moon, <throat> and I actually rewatched it uh, the year that I moved to LA too. Um, so it was kind of fresh-ish. Um, but yeah, I love, love, loved Sailor Moon uh, growing up, and just to be even a little part of this franchise, I was just over the moon, so excited. Uh, it, it was truly a wonderful experience to be like, Sailor Moon featuring Kelly Bass. I mean, it didn't say featuring. It was probably, you know, additional voices or whatever. But, I, I, um, I see what you excited. did there. Yeah, I see what you did there. I was over the moon when I got cast in Sailor Moon. Oh, uh -huh. you know, I didn't even mean to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but There's yeah, your I, pun for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I truly... That one really blew my mind, um, and I was so excited to finally announce it. Um, and then Final Fantasy, I don't think I actually played Final Fantasy, but I, my brother plays a lot of video games, and he played a lot of video games growing up, and he was really into Final Fantasy. So to be able to call him you know, after it was announced and be like, hey, I'm in a, a version of Final Fantasy. How exciting. He was like, wow. You know, like that That was pretty exciting. Um so yeah, being able to join some of the franchises that I grew up with is, you know, pretty mind blowing. Especially Sailor Moon, because um, I mean, this year, I keep having to remind myself that it's the 30th anniversary since it came out. Like, it is insane. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Um, I've just been watching like some old, old episodes just for nostalgia kicks yeah. or whatnot because it's nice to just go back and watch stuff that you know i feel like the i usually say this on the podcast but like when you go back and watch stuff like shows that you grew up with from like the 90s 2000s a decade ago uh, yada yada um it's like there's a sense of this it just felt like times were like kind of like much I don't want to say simpler, but it feels like you're watching like a different time period where it just feels like, you know, this was animation when it was really starting to make a big comeback. Yeah. Um, after so many years of just selling toys and merchandising, um, I'm not gonna sit here and just rag on the shows that came out way back when, but I feel like when we got stuff like Sailor Moon or Pokemon, Dragon Ball Z and, you know, the other big anime that were coming out at the time, Cowboy Bebop and all of these other great shows it's like yeah it really started like this whole anime boom of the late 90s and 2000s early sh yeah like trust yeah. me pokemon was it's still very huge but like when i was oh. really young oh no it's it's not like how oh, it yeah. was back, way back when trust oh, me oh yeah and the, the, oh, the yeah. trading cards and everything i had all the cards yeah. I had yeah, I had the trading cards. Oh, God. yeah, mm -mm, yeah. Yep. Those those are a hot commodity in third grade. Let me tell you. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> we going way back, man. Yeah. Oh, uh, man, man, you just really got my nostalgic side showing. <laughs> oh God, yeah, Pokemon, and then we had the SpongeBob, like that. Oh yeah. Yeah, SpongeBob. Man, if I'm gonna. I did not like SpongeBob when I was a kid. I was like, this show is annoying. And th now I kind of like, I learned to love it. I was like, oh, wait, no, no, no. This is funny. Wait a minute. This is. I love Squidward. I'm sorry. Continue. Oh, no, no. That was, that was it. Like, I, I learned to love it. But when it first came out, I was like, this is so annoying. I hate SpongeBob. I was like the only kid that didn't like it. Um, and then, and then I grew to love it. 
You know, it's kind of interesting where it's like, you mentioned the Spongebob musical, and then it's like, every now and then I would get, just get one person that's like, oh my gosh, this show is so dumb, and at the same time, people, and I'm not, I'm not throwing shade at, shade at anyone in particular, but it's like, the show is dumb, but we, we just love watching Power Rangers or Ninja Turtles, and that stuff is really good, but Spongebob, <laughs> but then it's like, yeah, oh. I actually love this show. Wait, this is actually really good. Wait, let me keep, let me continue to watch this. So yeah. it's like, you know, we just have different tastes. Wow. So anyway, <laughs> um, but speaking of which, what other, what did you grow up, grow up with out of curiosity? I know you uh, mentioned a couple, but yeah. Yes, definitely Sailor Moon. I do remember watching uh, Dragon Ball Z. Um, uh, let me see. What else? I, I watched a lot of Nickelodeon. Um, I yeah, did not have the error. Disney Channel. I was a Nickelodeon kid. Um, I was trying to think of this. It's all good. Cat Dog. Um, oh, wow. Nickelodeon shows. Oh, my gosh. I did, from a young age, I started watching, like, Unsolved Mysteries very early. And, like, <laughs> The Nanny and Golden Girls. So, I was also yeah. doing that. <laughs> Unsolved um, Mysteries. Oh, yeah. When they came wow. back with it recently. Oh, devoured it. I love it. I love I love a good unsolved mystery. Um, but yeah, I was watching the Lifetime channel, obviously. Um, and I, yeah, I watched a lot of Nickelodeon. So whatever was on there. I also watched a good share of Cartoon Network. So like Dexter's Lab, Powerpuff Girls. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Think, yeah. And Ed and Eddie. I watched Ed and Eddie. And actually, I I did not do a lot of impressions. And I, I still, that's not like my jam. I'm not like the impression. Oh, me neither. Um, no. But I loved Ed, Ed and Eddie so much. And the the taller one, I think it was Ed. Oh, right? Ed. Yeah. yeah. I would like practice imitating his voice. Um, so that's probably like the first thing that I remember being like interested in voiceover, even though I didn't know what voiceover was at the time. Uh, but he was the first voice that I like tried to uh, imitate. So whenever I think of that, I'm like, that was an interesting choice, Kelly, but yeah, okay, whatever works. I mean, Ed is just a gem. <laughs> like I know. Every I know. single word he talks, every single thing he speaks is like, you know, it just will never leave your head. It just always lives yeah. rent-free in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Slide yeah. on the soap. <laughs> mm -hmm, exactly. Uh, I know, like, Doug and Rugrats, um, I, those are and the ones that I wasn't Rocco, allowed. I yeah. wasn't allowed to watch too much TV growing up, so yeah. I, I was very limited in what shows I caught. Um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, and then, you know, once I got to high school, I had no interest in watching TV. I was just always practicing music or always at dance class or whatever, whatever. So, um, so yeah, those are, those are the ones that come to mind. Yeah. And then as I got older, I just started really loving Avatar at the last airbender because, I just um, watched it. Yes. yeah, I just, it's like the show that you really start loving when you're an adult, but when you're a kid, I was like, is SpongeBob on? <laughs> uh, I didn't watch it as a kid. I, I had never really heard of it. And then I actually just watched it this year. That was like my yeah. first or last year? I don't I know. Was... The first I I'm I'm trying to like uh I'm trying to watch a little bit more anime because I didn't watch too much growing up. And yeah, me I, neither. I started with Avatar, which I know that there's some controversy controversy of like, is it really anime? Whatever, but is it? I, 
I wanted to start there, and uh, and my husband watches a lot of anime, so he's like, "We'll start here, and then we'll <laughs> we'll yeah, continue just continue binging yeah. the net. You're going on the Netflix, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, how is it? <laughs> Avatar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was a really cute show. I really enjoyed watching it. Um, I, I I'll say you know not every anime that I've seen is like my jam. But yeah. I really, really loved Avatar. So that that yeah. was a really good introduction for me, I felt. Yeah. So, okay. So let's talk about the... Because I was recently just playing the the Azur Striker Gunvolt. Yeah, Gunvolt 3. Yeah, 3. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you were Kieran, which I actually didn't. I just looked up. I was like, oh, wow. Um, yeah. Which is funny because um, I scheduled, I reached out to you like a while ago, and then mm -hmm. I started playing the game, and I was like, oh, wow. Um, this performance sounds really good. Who is this? And I was like, that's Kelly? Oh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so kind fun. of a funny story. Yeah, Gunvolt Chronicle. So yeah, um, how is it like getting to play this character? Oh, are you there? Oh, sorry, you froze. I'm still with. Oh, I'm so now? sorry. How is it like? I was just asking. How is it like getting to play uh, Kieran and uh, you know for the game? Oh my gosh, playing Kieran was so fun. I feel like I don't always get to play like the badass characters, and she was sassy. She's a badass. She has a sword. Like I, she's just amazing. Like I really, really loved voicing Kieran. And every time I see a lot of um, fan art on Twitter of Kieran oh, and of Gunvolt Three, and I'm every time I see it, I'm like, whoa! Because one, I am not a visual artist. Oh my gosh! Please don't ever ask me to draw anything because I am not talented like that. But whenever I see other people, like artists, drawing uh, fan art. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. I just I look at it. I'm like, I have no idea how you did that. Um, but I I love seeing it, and she just looks so cool. I'm like, I wish I was that cool in real life. Like, I, she just seems she just like exudes coolness. Like we're both very sassy, I will say. But um, but yeah, it was super super fun voicing Karen. Uh, she I I just loved it so much. I don't know what else to say. She was just so fun. Yeah. Um, so I think we're, oh, wait, was there something else I'm forgetting? Uh, oh, yeah, um, this one little game called, like, Genshin Impact something, and you played this one character named... I don't know if I've heard okay, of yeah, I don't know if I've heard of it, I don't know, I don't know, it kind of Geshen? doesn't... Genshin Gen Impact? Gen uh, Genshin? <laughs> Ganshin Chen? Crayon something? Chinny, chinny, chin, chin. I, I don't I know. I get a lot um, of Geshin, and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but anyways, um, yeah. So, the one role, not the one role, I mean, you've done plenty, but, like, this is probably the, your main, the most well-known character that you play today. And I know that Genshin is really big, and hmm. I know you've, there's been a lot of interviews about, like, oh, my gosh, you're in Genshin. Whoa, that's awesome. That's so cool. And, you know, all this stuff. So, Describe your journey um, in the world of Genshin, mm -hmm. getting to play Amber, and just gush about it. The four shores. Oh, Genshin Impact. I love Amber. She is the cutest. I remember auditioning for her, and I was like, mm -hmm. I, I, at the time, and I mean, I still deal with it too, but at the time, I was dealing with a lot of, like, perfectionism, and I oh would be God. in the booth. For one audition, I'd be in the booth for, like, an hour. I'm like, I can do this better. I can, and it's, like, one line. So... Uh, you know, that 
I, that was in that oh. period. So I remember getting this audition and I looked at, you know, I, I, I read through the, the specs and I was like, oh, I know exactly what she sounds like. And if that's not what the client wants, that's fine. But like, this is what Amber sounds like in my voice. There you that's it. I did not spend a lot of time on this audition, surprisingly. Um, I I don't think it was that long either. It was only a handful of lines. And I was like, okay, like I I couldn't have sounded any differently. Like I couldn't have read this and, and changed it. Like this is just what she sounds like. And if the client likes it, great. And if they don't, then I'm not meant to be Amber. Um, and then, uh, you know, that was just like a normal audition too, just, you know, for my agent, like, hey, here's a video game audition. It's due at this date and time. Get it back to me. Okay. So there was nothing super special about it other than the fact that I didn't obsess over it. Um, and then a few months later, got a call back. And then a few weeks later, I was booked and I was like, ah, this is so exciting. I was very excited because it was, it was pretty much my first, it was the first time that I, had a name in a video game as opposed to just being like werewolf number three or doctor number two uh so that was very very exciting i was like i have a name this is so wow um and i remember recording my first session and the director chris was like this is gonna be a big game and from somebody that doesn't really play video games uh i was like oh okay cool great gonna be a big game i don't know what that means um and then it came out and then i was like oh 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 wow like, like, <laughs> oh my love oh my yeah, truly yeah. truly so um that was exciting but like at any time that i recorded for amber like it was just always so much fun like going in and being part of the world and um you know we don't always know what's going on uh in the full context of the game, especially in the beginning, right? I had no idea the places that I was going. I didn't know the other characters that I was talking to. Um, I didn't even know like other actors in the game, right? Because we have to sign NDAs. So most of the time we don't find out who's in the game or in other projects until everybody else finds out because all of us are announcing at the same time. Um, so it was really exciting to like see a bunch of my colleagues and some of my friends in it. And now I've become friends with some of those people that I only knew a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's so fun. Amber is such an optimistic, energetic light, I feel. And uh, it, it was, she was a really great character to explore, uh, like for the first time for me, like being a video game character, if that makes sense, because I hadn't really done video games before. Um, and honestly, it's uh, it's opened up uh, other career opportunities for me, which has been great. Um, I have now been going to uh, conventions this year uh, because of Genshin Impact and and other games that I'm into and other other projects that I've worked on. But uh, it it really did open a lot of doors for me professionally. So that's been really fun. Um, I just had a family friend reach out to me the other day and she was like, oh, my boys just figured out that you're Amber and Genshin. They're they're astounded. And I'm like, oh, that's so cute. Um, I went to go, I went back home in the spring and I went to a performing arts high school and my friend uh, is the Dean of Fine Arts. And he said, hey, will you come talk to the to the class? their musical theater class. And I was like, I guess like when I was in high school, I didn't know what voiceover was, you know, like I, that wasn't like on my radar. Uh, I knew like movie stars and like film actors and pop stars, but like, I didn't know voice actors. I didn't really know that was a thing. So like 
I'll come talk to the kids, but like, I don't know if they're really going to know who I am, which is fine. But I walked in and people were like, oh my gosh, it's Amber. And I was like, well, I'm not Amber, but yes, hi. Like, it was just very exciting, like going back to my hometown and, and talking to the kids, you know, where I used to be. So I don't know. I feel like I'm rambling a little bit, but it was, it's just been really great. And I love Amber a lot. And in my booth right here, whenever I'm recording, I have uh, one of my little Baron bunnies that I look at, which is so fun. So I just have her in, in the little corner over here. You can't see her, but um, she hangs out there. And if I like need to talk to somebody, you know, if I'm pretending to talk to somebody when I'm doing an audition, I'll look at her and, you know, <laughs> pretend she's a person. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's It's been really, really great. Thank you for letting me ramble for so long about this. No, anytime. Um, I think I do have another question relating to your roles. Um, so I think out of all of them, um, I know you mentioned how you pretty much relate to Amber in a way, and also to, you kind of relate to characters like Amber and uh, Kieran. So um, I was wondering, um, so is when you haven't like, you see a casting call and then there's a character you're going to try out for um and then when you actually get cast as that role um so what would you say was like what is the like with acting and performing because sometimes you have to go into these really like dark uncomfortable head spaces and whatnot so without going into too much detail what would you say was the hardest like, or the most difficult session or a character, a role that you've had to done? Like, either physically, where it just, like, it just was taxing on your voice, or just emotionally, or just, you know, stuff like that. Any roles that you find to be, like, particularly challenging for you as an actor? Actress, sorry. Oh, no, no, oh my gosh, it's fine. I'm trying to think of ones I can actually talk about. Oh my um... god. I know, I know, but they're there for a reason. I, I respect the NDA. Um, yeah, you have to respect them. You gotta respect them. I don't know. Um, the roles I'm like looking, the roles that I've done haven't, the ones that I can talk about haven't really delved too crazy. You know, like um, Melodia in Disguise 6 is kind of like an annoying Disney princess. You know, she sings a lot and, you know, kind of, I, I, I tend to voice a lot You're of the lighter. <laughs> yeah. I tend to voice a lot of like the lighter characters. Um, but I guess, I guess one role, um, I do uh, live action dubbing as well. And okay, one role, yeah. uh, uh, it's in Cable Girls. I voice Sophia, and it's uh, part of it. It goes on during the Spanish War, um, and like when telephones were being invented, and uh, so this girl like goes into the war, and that that was that could be a little hard, um, putting yourself there because you know, as as much as I love love animation and anime and video games, like they're all they're all like pretend people, right? They were all drawn, right? Uh, and and going over or dubbing live action i feel can be a little bit more raw because you're trying to match like a human another human's emotion um and i don't know i that that would that could be hard because like in, in going into like war time like i've never been in a war right like i've never been a medic in a war but i have to like you know a little bit put myself in that situation and think okay well how would i react how would this person sound like 
what would this person be thinking? So, you know, I think going to those places can be a little dark. Um, but, but yeah, that's, that's like one I can talk about right now. Okay, yeah. And I know for sure that with the pandemic and all, I know that, you know, your work has started to pick up because like, especially with Genshin, with the way that it just exploded, like, yeah, it really started. It was kind of like, it really did, um, like it really did help put your, get your name out there, like in a bigger way. So I guess after the pandemic, I guess everything just started getting a lot like the workload is starting to become a lot steadier and also somewhat busier with remote recording and just everything going on right now that are just still going on, like happening in the in industry, like a lot of changes and just, you know, s just so much to go into <laughs> with like, you know, how has COVID like, you know, changed the industry, but I will want to ask you, and I'm pretty sure this is going to be my last question here. So um, how would you say with everything that's been happening right now, how is your life because i don't want to get too negative so how would you say that the this whole entire like mumbo jumbo wackiness that's going on right now how would you say that your life has been positively like it started changing for the better like how is it how would you say that the pandemic made some positive changes in your life what would you say as of so far i would love to talk about that um i think yeah. that there's so many negative things that we could all list, yeah. right? Uh, and and to list the positive, I definitely am not ignoring the negative, but you know, just re <laughs> refocusing yeah. in this question. So, I, uh, yeah, uh, before the pandemic, I was very, I had a lot of anxiety, and I was working oh, four God. jobs. Yeah. I I didn't watch like any TV because I was never home. Um, I saw my husband like once yeah. a week. Um, it it was like not a great time. I was just working, working, working or always networking or always taking classes or like do I was always on the go and the pandemic. Which is what I'm like, doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> like doing stuff like this pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but with the pandemic, like everyone, we all hit a wall. You know, I was I was going, you know, a thousand miles an hour and then immediately just like I had to stop. And I it was hard to stop. Uh, my, my anxiety had nowhere to go. Um, but it also made me, uh, work through my anxiety and I truly feel like a different person, uh, from, you know, 20, 2019, early 2020 to now. Um, so that's a positive, which is great. I adopted my dog, which is also, um, he's a love of my life, a uh, little baby angel. And that's been great. And, you know, because of the pandemic too, I'm home more. Um, I consolidated my jobs. I am now just a full-time voice actor, which is great. Um, but I get to be home with my dog. My husband also currently works from home, which is great. Uh, you know, we went from seeing each other one day a week and now it's weird if we aren't together like eight hours a day. <laughs> um, so, so a lot of, a lot of positives. Genshin came out, um, which was awesome. And I feel like, gave me a little bit more credibility in uh in the voiceover sphere because people want you know people want to hire people that they trust and if you don't have a lot of experience that doesn't mean that you don't have talent but you know you you constantly have to prove yourself and i feel like with genshin being cast in genshin and and working and i uh, i uh, having that announced people are like oh wow okay so she she can do her job she's professional she can handle 
a, a big character like this, and I feel like that was able to open a lot of doors. And uh, with voiceover, as opposed to other forms of entertainment like theater and TV and movies, everything got moved to home. So I've been recording in this closet. I mean, I was recording here before the pandemic anyway, but this has been my office space, not my whole, not this whole room. You know, I have an office here, but this like two by three little space. Um, so yeah, my life has definitely trained. Uh, my life has definitely changed drastically since, uh, since before the pandemic, but not everything is terrible. Um, and I think that's a really, that's a really great question. Totally. So, um, do you have like any last thoughts, like any advice, like upcoming projects, your social media, just yeah. anything that comes to mind real quick? I can't talk about any upcoming projects, but I promise okay. I will announce them. Or stuff that I is can. out right now. You can promote or plug. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I love Disgaea 6. I don't know a lot of people who've played it, but I, I love it. I loved voicing Melodia. Um, Gunvolt 3, like you were talking about, is out. Uh, Rainbow High is really cute. It's on Netflix. Uh, I voice Margo. And there's a really cute show, Bada Bean, which I think is only out on Discovery Plus in, like, Brazil right now. But it's a really, really cute show, and I can't wait for it to come to, to the U.S. Um, uh, on all socials, I think I'm Kelly Baskin VO, like, voiceover. And I thought, I mean, that should be everywhere, uh, everywhere that I'm on socials. That's my, uh, that's how you can find me and, uh, advice, just keep going. Like we're, this is life. Like we're going to have really great days. We're going to have really bad days and maybe the days are longer. Maybe it's a, a bad week or month or year, but, uh, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. There are people that care about you specifically and, I uh, find those little things to, to hang on to that give you joy. Like for me, what gives me joy is my dog. I love a good hot chai tea latte. Um, I, I love curling up and watching bad TV, like love is blind. Um, so uh, like, I love getting outside. I love swimming. So like, hang on to those things. I, I know that, you know, life, life can be hard, but keep putting one foot right in front of the other. Cause that's, that's what everyone else is doing. So uh, and I don't know, you're special and your presence is wanted and needed, oh you know, oh my I God, think, my heart. I don't think people hear that enough, you know? Yeah. Uh, so just everyone is, everyone is special and in their own way and you're meant to be here. Man. Wow. <laughs> I guess on that note, that's the perfect way to close off this interview. Thank you so much, Kelly, for your time. Thank and, you for uh, having me. Yeah, so you can check out this episode. It'll be up on YouTube and some, wherever else you may find me on. Social media links will be in the description. So until then, thank you so much, and I'll see you all next time. This is Robert Jackson signing out for, the, for this weekend. And happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, blah, blah, blah. And until then, see you next time.